When he turned his back from shoulder to shoulder, it looked like as wide as the tailgate of a truck. And this darkness, literal darkness, just came like all over, just, just all over me except where I was standing. This thing let out the most blood-curdling, mind-blowing, spine-tingling scream that you've ever heard in your life, and it cut through me like a knife. And I knew that they were going to take me. I just knew it. And then the next thing I can remember is being levitated. Well, when I look in there, uh, I see two big eyes staring back at me. Hello and welcome. You're listening to The Bump Podcast, a place for the believers of the unexplained, monsters, and paranormal. Join us, and we'll go face-to-face with what goes bump in the night. episode for you today we're going to get into the topic of bigfoot and it's been a little while but we're going to do it um teresa's coming on the show she had a couple of sightings in maryland uh, if i'm not mistaken uh we spoke just a little bit over um email i didn't dig in for details too much but i believe she had a uh i think she had a pair of sightings while she was ghost hunting actually um so it'll kind of be like a double whammy. I can't, I can't wait to get into this one. Um, personal update. I'm back home. I'm doing okay. Uh, hope to go back to work about the time this is airing. And um, we brought dad home from the hospital on Saturday on the 5th of February. So he's back home. Um, thank you guys so much for your prayers and for the love and support. Uh, Countless emails, messages, uh, even gifts showed up the house. You know, some of you guys, <laughs> I don't know, you guys are just too good. Uh, I appreciate it and I love all of you. So I'll quit rambling and we'll go ahead and bring Teresa on. I do want to let you know that I will try my best to get uh, YouTube and Patreon and stuff like that caught up. Um, which has been a lot of setbacks. I've had a lot of cancellations for the show um both on my end and on guests end it seems like this has just been a a bad time to schedule things lately i don't know there's been four or five episodes i wasn't able to do that i wanted to do um so we'll just have to play it by ear we might have to do a few weeks of uh best of episodes (laughs) you know what i mean something just to help get us through um one big thing is Last week, we hit 100 episodes unofficial. You know, it's like season three, episode four or something like that, but it's episode 100. So thank you guys for helping us get through that. 100 episodes down, and this May will make two years. So we're doing it. Let's keep keep it going as long as we can. All right, let's bring on Teresa. About a 20-year amateur ghost hunter. Awesome. And... uh... Yeah, I've been doing it about 20 years. It, it started out just me and my best friend, my girlfriend from work, um, both into the, the ghost paranormal. Uh, knew nothing about cryptids, really. I mean, that wasn't even a, 
a blip on the radar. We were all about ghosts and demons, you know, and we would uh, Google on the internet abandoned hospitals or, you know, schools and things like that in, in the area that we live in to go in and hunt at. And, um, and through word of mouth, like she has old children and I have older children that had been to these places and parties they knew the, where they were and so um through that we were we had found a particular hospital that we absolutely loved to hunt at i mean the activity was off the charts like we've seen full body apparitions oh, wow. um evps off the chain like clear children speaking telling us to put things back that we picked up wow like legit yeah. Yeah. Like we would leave a building and be walking down the street outside, just her and I in the dark, nobody around and catch like a seven or eight year old little girl say that stuff was mine. Put it back. Because I had took calculators. Oh, my God. Brand new in the past that were in a closet in this um, abandoned hospital. And I'm like, well, I mean. Their calculators are brand new. I'm going to, you know, I'll put them in my backpack. Why not? You know what I mean? Right. The hospital's been abandoned for 20 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I swear, bro, when we reviewed our EVP um, footage, a little girl said, hey, that stuff's mine. Put it back. Mm. And we had done left the building. There was nobody around us. So the next weekend, I put it back. Good. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Like, Please tell me you put that back. Oh, yes. Oh, I put it back. Um, but so that was our favorite place to go. And, and I mean, we were obsessed and I mean, obsessed. Um, it, we would safely every weekend, her and I would be there and it was always normally just her and I, sometimes her kid would go, my kid would go, but most of the time it was just her and I. And, um, uh, one night in particular, her. We were, it's, you have to hike through the woods to get to this uh, hospital. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, you know, you go at night, it's dark. And depending on the moon, how much your light is, and you don't want to go traipsing through the woods for flashlight security. You don't want to get caught, whatever. So um, we were pretty ballsy and, and, and nervy for, for two women alone in the woods. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, I would always have my knife out in my hand going through the woods you know, for people, you know, because people do party there and whatever. And um, so we have been probably going there for about two years at this point. And I mean, safely every weekend, holidays, if we had a day off work, we were there. Wow. It could be snowing. We were there. That's just what we did. And um, we were, we were going through, we got about halfway down and this night, there was no moon. I mean, it was dark, dark. You could not see your hand in front of your face going through those woods. And we didn't have our flashlights on. And walking super, super slow because you couldn't see. And we got about halfway down. And to my right, and I would say it was maybe 10 feet from me. I mean, it, it sounded like right up on us. This roar scream yell i don't know what it was but it literally shook our inside like it vibrated 
my lungs, my kidneys, my heart, like it vibrated my organs. And it scared her so bad, she tackled me to the ground. I had an open knife in my hand. She, she tackled me to the ground and I am like trying to process quickly. Like, like it was going through my mind a million, you know, here she is tackling me. And I had to realize that it was her tackle on me and not this thing because I couldn't see, I, I couldn't see. And I'm, I realized it was her and I'm yelling for her to get off me because I can't defend myself on the ground and I'm trying to push her off and I'm trying to get up. I immediately grabbed my flashlight and I, you know, I shined it and there was nothing there, Bo. Nothing mm-hmm. was there. We couldn't hear anything like walking off. And we're in the woods, okay? There is leaves, thick debris. You cannot take one step without making a noise, period, period. And it, it doesn't matter what time of year it is. It could be summer, winter, spring. You're going to make a noise because you're going to step on something. Right. And, um, Heard nothing, though. Heard nothing. And like I said at that time, I'm a ghost hunter. I didn't know crap about cryptids. And I immediately said to her, I said, what in the hell was that? I mean, we were shaking. It was, it was uncontrollable shaking. Like, it, it rocked our insides. Like, it, vibrate, it vibrated us like a percussion wave from this whatever it was. And I said, what was that? Was that a deer? She started cracking up laughing. She said it was not a deer. There's no way in hell that was a deer. And and we chopped it up. Okay, it must have been a demon. Like that's what the conclusion was. I mean, what else could do that? We 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 didn't know. Um so that was my when I think back, okay, there's a lot of things as I was ghost hunting that I think back on that I know now weren't ghosts, weren't spirits. They were these things. And I just, I didn't know they were there. You know what I mean? Like they didn't let me know they were there until one night they decided they were going to let us know they were there. (laughs) And on this particular night, it was me, my daughter, and my sister. And it was just us three. And my sister hadn't been there, but maybe twice before. And my daughter had maybe maybe a handful of times at this point. And we get there, we're fine. Nothing, you know, nothing yells or alerts us or anything. It was just a normal everyday ghost time. Mm-hmm. And there are certain buildings and rooms that I like to go and and do sessions in because I have a night vision camera and EVP and EMF and everything. And there are certain rooms and buildings that I get a lot of activity in that I faithfully hit in order. It's just a routine. It's just how I do it. So we went to the very first room when we first got there, sat down at the table, and my back was to um, the outside of the building. And it's just, it's an old kitchen. And it's huge screened in windows. And there's no glass, of course, that's been busted out, but the screen is still in. So you can clearly hear what's going on outside. And we're sitting at the table and we're doing our session, asking questions and trying to communicate. And my daughter and my sister kept on hearing something from behind them within the room. 
and I'm hearing something behind me outside. And they're like, there's something in the room. And I'm like, no, there's something outside. And they're like, well, I don't hear what's outside. I hear what's in the room. And I'm like, well, I don't hear what's in the room. I hear what's outside. And there's glass. I mean, everywhere outside the building. And the way that this building is situated, it's like a six foot wide ledge. And then it does like a, an eight foot drop to the pavement. Mm -hmm. It's just the way the building was made. So the six feet ledge outside the windows, there's nothing but glass from where they busted all the windows. So if anything moves, a rat, a raccoon, you'll hear the glass on the concrete sound. So I'm sitting there and I'm hearing something out back outside the windows and my daughter and my my sister are starting to get really freaked out at this point because they felt something was in the room with us and i'm freaked out because i feel like we're being watched from outside mm. and um all of the sudden out of nowhere gravel or sand or rocks or something was slung at the screen behind me into the room that we were sitting at. And immediately <laughs> we all three stood up and was like, okay, we're out. Something don't want us in here. We're going. So we just had that feeling to leave. Yeah. So I said, okay, we'll go down to the activity room. We'll try there. So we stayed within that building, but down the hall, there was a, like an activity room. It's like an old gymnasium. It's got super high ceilings and a whole row of, of windows that you can see outside. And there's a playground that's outside the windows, but it's overgrown with trees. Like you can't even tell there's a playground there unless you literally walk into the, the woods to see the playground. That's how overgrown it is. Mm. So we go down to the room. And mind you, I've caught in a lot of activity in this particular room. I've seen apparitions, um, EMF off the charts. It, it, this room was crazy. So we're, we're sitting in this room, and my daughter is sitting on a milk crate about 15 feet from us near the center of the room with her back to the line of windows. Me and my sister are sitting about 15 feet from her, up against the wall. Our backs are against the wall. But from where we were sitting, we were sitting by the door that you could exit the room and walk out into, like, the playground. But like I said, the playground, you can't even tell it's there. It's nothing but trees. It's woods, literally. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're sitting there, and we are all, like, honing in that we are being watched. Like, there's no doubt about it. This feeling is being projected. And of course, we're thinking it's a ghost. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That the spirits are running rampant and that they're there. And um, I, I happen to look out the door toward the playground. And I see these eyes, though. They were huge, green eyes. And they were lit from within. 
And I've never seen anything like that before in my life. And my mind is trying to process what I am looking at. Like, I knew they were eyes. As soon as I seen them, I immediately knew they were eyes. But why were they glowing? So I'm like trying to wrap my mind. And I wasn't saying anything to anybody. And I'm like, okay, I come to terms. Okay, they're definitely eyes. So I said to my sister, I said, do you, I said, do you see those eyes? Look, look, there's eyes. She turned, she looked, she immediately seen them and was like, yes, I see them. And she's like, what in the hell is that? And I'm like, tell me, what is that? Because they were, you could tell they weren't low to the ground. They were higher up within the trees in the darkness. And I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait. Maybe they're not eyes. Maybe it's the reflection from my from my EMF meter because it, it glows green, right? Okay. <laughs> and my mind is literally trying to rationalize what this is. So I stand up, I walk across the room to where my my EMF was sitting, and I blocked it. And I turned around and I looked, and nope, they're still there, and they blinked. Wow. And my sister said they blinked, and I and I said at the same time, I said, oh my God, they blinked. Their eyes, it's not my meter. And my daughter, I look over at my daughter and she is sitting on that milk crate with her head in between her knees. And I'm like, I said, Shannon, look at these eyes, look. She wouldn't raise her head. She wouldn't say a word. She just kept her head buried in her knees. And that's not like my daughter, okay? She's fearless. She wants to see if I see an apparition, <laughs> she wants me to tell her, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And she wasn't looking and it was blowing my mind. And I'm like, Shannon, are you hearing me? There is glowing eyes in the woods right there. Like, what is that? She would not move her head. And I'm pointing at this, whatever it was out there. And I'm begging for her to please look, you know, we're here to experience these things. I want you to see what we're seeing. And out of nowhere, this growl, and it was not, I'm telling you, though, it did not come from the eyes that we were looking at. There must have been two of these things, at least two, out there. A growl came in, and it sounded like it from right behind my door. She was, um, of course, there were no glass there, but the screens were there. And the there was probably about a four-foot ledge before you got to the window, so you couldn't see out, you know, below the wall. So something could be ducked down outside of the windows, and you wouldn't be able to see it. Right. And we all, after this incident, knew that whatever did that growl was hunched down outside that wall. Oh my gosh. And it let out this growl. And I immediately knew it was directed toward me. And I immediately knew it was because I was pointing at that those eyes. I felt like it felt I was being disrespectful. I'm telling you, though, and it was weird how it happened because it was it was like a fault within my brain mm-hmm. that I didn't put there. <laughs> it was weird. So 
I mean, when and it was the same exact type of reaction from this growl, but it was definitely a growl. It wasn't a roar or a scream mixture, what I heard in the woods with my friend. No, no, no. This was a growl, and it vibrated our insides, all of ours. Mm. And we immediately stood up, grabbed our stuff, and headed out. We were like, nope, that's it. We're leaving. We're done. I mean, that scared the crap out of us. And we're locked arms and we and we walked out the rear of the building so when we left the rear whatever we were looking at and whatever growl would have been on our right as we were leaving the building and whatever was there would have been on our right so it was me so i was closest to the building then it was my sister then it was my daughter and we are locked arms and we are walking down the center of the road because, you know, we're within a, like a complex. It's like, mm-hmm. there's like 20 abandoned buildings. So there's streets, but they're abandoned. You know, there's nobody on them or anything. Right. So we're walking down the center of the road, locked arms. And I'm telling everyone, pay attention to the right. You know what I mean? Because whatever roared at us and whatever the eyes were is to our right. So we're all looking to the right. And we're walking and we're we're talking about what had just happened and trying to rationalize what it was and what's going on. And all of a sudden, from our left, we hear uh, debris coming through the woods. Mm. Something was running through the woods. And it was coming quick. And it was on too late. You could hear like crunch, 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 crunch type of uh, sound. So immediately, we all whip our heads around to the left. And so, this is going to sound insane, but what we've seen was a black blur. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a blur. And it, when it came off the grass and stepped off the curb onto the pavement, you heard clicking. And I don't know if it was hooves. I don't know if it was nails, mm-hmm. like click, 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 click. Or if it was teeth chomping, like mm-hmm. it's gnashing teeth, but it was a tapping, like a click, like a, just imagine like, like hooves or, or nails on concrete. But for whatever reason in my mind, I imagine teeth being chomped at me mm-hmm. is the sound that came from my mind. But I don't know what it was. I just heard that sound. First, we heard the trees and the leaves, you know, the, coming through the, the brush. And then it stepped off of the pavement. And then we heard the clicking of it. And since we didn't hear the clicking when it was coming through the, the trees, it would lead me to believe that it was either nails or hooves. Yeah. Because why wouldn't I have heard the clicking if it was teeth, right? Right. Yeah, good so point. that's what I'm rationalizing. Actually, I'm I'm thinking about that in this moment. I never thought about that before. So as soon as it steps off the curb, we hear the clicking. And it immediately ran about a foot from my daughter's face and stopped on a dime. Like it it was moving so fast though that it was literally a blur. Mm-hmm. And it was a black form just standing a foot from my daughter. And it was her height. And, of course, as soon as this happens, 
she screams, my my sister screams, and they jerk to turn away from this thing. And it was chaos at that point. I didn't see it leave. I don't know where it went. We're, I'm just yelling for everybody to please stop, to calm down. Like It was just complete and utter chaos. And this smell, okay, let me tell you about the smell. The smell that we were smelling, I forgot to tell you that. When we were trained to the right and looking from where they were, we could smell this smell, though. And it smelled like rotten, like a deer that's been laying out in the summer. Mm-hmm. And just in the way, it, it was putrid. But it also had like a like a mold, like an old mold smell to it. And <clears throat> urine and the feces, but it, it was mainly the, the, the decay smell. And you could literally, it was so strong, you could taste it in your mouth. It was Ugh. that strong. Yes, it was bad. It was, it was, I'll never forget it. And I've smelt it multiple times since, but I'll never forget that smell. But it was so bad. But so anyway, uh, I don't know what that was, though, but it was literally three feet from me and literally a foot in front of my daughter's face. Wow. And. But we couldn't tell you what that was. Like, how is that possible? It was literally a black shadow, but it was solid. But yet. You could not make out what it was. And it was standing literally right in front of us. It made noise. Hello. It made noise. We heard it coming. But what is mind-blowing to me, okay, and I have since talked to my daughter about this, in which nobody, my daughter, my my sister, they don't like, they won't like, they don't like to talk about it. Me, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Like something happened. Something happened to me. When I locked eyes with this thing, it's like I'm obsessed with the topic. I, I don't know. But my daughter told me, and this is what's mind-blowing to me. She told me that she does not remember seeing anything in front of her. She remembers seeing it coming toward us. Yeah. But what she sees in her mind is white birds flying in the sky. So how is that possible? Yes. Yes. Mm. My daughter told, because I want to talk about this all the time. Anytime I get around her, I want to talk about it. And I happened to tell her, I was like, yeah, like that black thing that stopped in front of your face. Like, what do you think that was? And she's like, mom, I didn't see it stop in front of my face. What I seen was was white birds flying in the night sky. So it had to put in that image in her mind so that she wouldn't be able to recall what she's seen. Mm. And that's so trippy to me. Like, how is that possible? That she was literally locked eyes with this thing for a few seconds before she actually turned to get away from it. But she doesn't remember that. It's mind-blowing to me. But... But still, at this point, though, I don't know what it is. Like, I have no clue what what we're seeing, what's going on. So we leave, of course, and I'm scared to go back. 
and I'm upset because I feel like the only thing that I love to do in life has been took from me because I'm too afraid to go back. And they, you know, my, my kids and my, you know, my sister were like, convinced me to go back. So like two weeks after that incident, me and my sister go back, just us two. And this is the night that I know what I seen was a Sasquatch. We immediately go to the building that I, we were sitting in that we seen the eyes and they threw the sand and everything. We go into the building. I mean, we literally, that's the first building I go to when we get there. So we go in. As we're walking into the room to go sit down, I can hear <laughs> that they're out there, though. Like, I knew they were there. Whatever these things were, were there. I knew it. I felt it. I could hear it. They were tapping on metal. They were making sounds. And I was too afraid to sit down in the room. So I immediately just turned around and walked out. And my sister followed me. And she says, I take it you're, you're uncomfortable and don't want to do anything in that room. I said, no. I, yeah, I'm not going to. She said, yeah, I feel it too. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's not just me. So we go down to the activity room where we had seen the eyes in and nope, couldn't do it, though. I couldn't do it. You could hear them moving outside. And it wasn't just that we could hear them, and I know how it sounds, but they were putting in my brain, hey, we're here. And you're being surrounded. We know you're here. Wow. We're out here. And my my sister was feeling that too. So I was like, nope, I, I can't sit down in this room. So we walked across the hall to the immediate Jason room. And couldn't do it. We could hear them outside of that room too. So literally, we were surrounded and we knew it. We yeah. knew it. And we were immediately regretting going. <laughs> and yeah. it's a good it's a good 50-minute drive that we have to pay tolls to get to this to this building. And we literally were going to turn around and leave at this point. Like we didn't even do a session, we didn't sit down and we're leaving. <laughs> wow. So we walk out of the building, we're going home. Like I uh, we can't do it. We literally could not sit down to do it. And the fear was just unreal. But I've never, the fear that these things can put on you is unbelievable. It's a primal, your prey, fear. And the strongest emotion that I've ever felt in my life is being around these things. And we're walking up the road and I am scared to death to go through the woods. And I'm thinking, I'm contemplating in my mind, I'm like, there's 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 no way I'm gonna be able to walk out of here. There's just no way. And there there's okay, there's woods on both sides of us, but there are buildings sporadic here and there. So you'll 
there'll be woods and then all of a sudden there'll be a road and then a building and then more woods on both sides. Yeah. So we're walking up the road and we're seeing and hearing these massive black shadows running with their eyes lit up, you know, with the, the lighted eyes and they are charging and, and coming right to the edge of the tree line and, 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 and you know, <laughs> it, it was so scary that I couldn't, like I was crying, I was shaking, me and my daughter, or me and my sister are locked arms, she's shaking, and she has her head on a swivel. She's like looking all around and like telling me what she's seeing and what's going on. And at this point, I did not want to know. Like, don't tell me. I don't want to see nothing. Because I'm thinking to myself, how in the hell am I going to get out of here? Because the only way to get out is through the woods. And I was so petrified that I could not bring myself to go into the woods. And the only thing I could think at this point is to call my son. And I don't know why. (laughs) Because he never believed. He never believed that that there were cryptids or anything like that at this place. He didn't believe it. And I, I called, I reached, I, I went to reach to grab my cell phone. And that's when I got a look at what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but look at it because I noticed the glow of the eyes and I seen the, the mass of the shadow when I looked to my right to grab for my phone. So I looked at it. And I couldn't, I couldn't make out the details, but it was massive. It, it, it was massive. When I first seen it, the trauma of it, I think that I misjudged. Like I literally like made the thing bigger within my mind yeah. that it actually was. Because when I look back on it now and process it, I don't think it was as big as I thought that it was. I was just so literally scared out of my mind that I exaggerated everything. Because when I look back on it, I think what I saw was probably about maybe seven or eight foot tall, which is massive. Yes. But at the time, I would have sworn it was 10. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And it was, the thing was, it was so wide. It was so wide at the shoulders. That was the scary thing. Like it was, it was disproportionate. It was hard to believe that something could be alive that could be that wide and that massive. And to have glowing eyes from, from like lit up from like the inside, but yet not, not, not cast light out like a flashlight, like a beam. They were just lit up like a glow stick or something. But let me tell you, they were the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen in my life. And they were like a green. They were beautiful. I want to take a second to tell you guys about Squatch Survival Gear Packs. Um, First of all, you need to subscribe to them on Instagram at Squatch Survival Gear. Uh, Chris does giveaways and stuff all the time. Uh, You get to see these products I keep telling you guys about for the last, I don't know, last year year and a half um they're made in america 
by American companies. That's every single piece of the fabric, hardware, the buckles, frames, all the labor is done in America. Um, they're military-style rucks that are like 65-plus liters. They have mid-sized packs, 60 to 40 liters. And they also have uh, day packs, you know, like 30 or 40-liter packs. All these backpacks, okay? Uh, it's great gear. It's quality-tested. I own one. Um, I wouldn't be bugging you guys about checking this stuff out so much if I didn't believe in it. Uh, you can, Like I said, follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Facebook. All the packs are made to mil-spec standards. And what that means is military specifics. Uh, Chris is a, an Army vet. And every pack that he makes are modeled after packs that he had to use and modify. So it's the, it's the best the military has to offer that he's produced in his own style. And he's given them awesome names. Um, like the Minahuni and the Rock Ape. And the Grassman. And, and they're all named after cryptids. You know, like uh, the Mothman pack that he's just now raffled off or, or gave away. And every time you buy one of these packs from Squatch Survival Gear, you're supporting multiple small businesses. Because Chris reaches out to individual businesses to help piece together all of these products. Check him out. Squatch Survival Gear. And use my new promo code, BUMP22. When we're in a new year, we got a new promo code. Okay, it'll save you 10% on all products site-wide. Check him out. Squatch Survival Gear. I had also seen red glowing eyes walking on that property with my sister. Mm. And they were beady. But they were tiny, beady, little, like, quarter-size, glowing red eyes. And they weren't that far apart. I don't know what that was. My daughter swears up and down, the one that wouldn't that was there that wouldn't raise her head. Mm-hmm. She swears up and down that what was communicating with her in her mind not to raise her head that they would kill her. Oh wow. That's why she wouldn't look that much. Yes. And she says she swears that it was a dog man. She said, Mom, I don't know how I know it but I know it. That's what it was that was telling her, if you raise your head and you look, we're going to kill you. And that's why she would not raise her head because I questioned her on it. Yeah. I questioned her on it. I said, Shannon, that's not like you. Like, why didn't you look? Like, why didn't you look? And she's like, mom, and tears were forming in her eyes. And she said, because something was in my head telling me if I looked up, it was going to kill me. And she said, and I think it was a dog man and I can't explain it, but I trust her judgment Yeah, and it is what it is. But I, I do believe that the, the, the red glowing eyes that I see is proof that there are two kinds of something there. Yeah, They're not alike because the eyes, the green eyes that were glowing from within were huge. They were probably big as round as a freaking Coke can. And mind you, that's just the color. Like, I couldn't see, like, the white part of an eye. Right. All I could see was two perfectly round, huge, 
iris of an eye is what I seen. And they were pretty far apart. There, there was probably a good six inches wow. between the eyes. Yeah. But when I seen the two, two sets of red glowing eyes, they, they looked like normal human distance eyes apart. Mm-hmm. And they were beady, like maybe the size of a human's eye, but they were glowing red, mm-hmm. like freaky. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. So when I look back and I try to rationalize everything, that's what comes to mind, that my daughter's right. There are multiple beings that roam this property, and that's the conclusion that I come to about that. But anyway, I, I kind of veered off what happened. <laughs> no, you're good. So I reach to grab my phone. I, I see that what I see is it's a Sasquatch. That's what I'm looking at. And they're growling, and they're charging at the um and there's a lot of them though like and they're on my side of the road they're on her side of the road and they're toying with us and enjoying it and i am freaked out of my mind and i'm like there's no way i'm going through the woods i and i i'm on the phone with my son and i'm crying and i'm i said i you know i literally just seen what it was it was a, it was a big foot and i'm telling my son i'm like i'm like we're, we're being surrounded and we're being charged by, by, by Bigfoot and I'm scared to death and I'm crying and, and, and I don't know what to do. And he's laughing at me on the phone and he's like, Oh, you're okay. I'm going to see you. Nothing's going to happen to you. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like you're not seeing what I'm seeing. You're not experiencing what I'm experiencing. I'm not going to make it out of your life. Like I'm going to die. And that's what's going through my mind because why are they doing what they're doing to me? You know, so I immediately I I said, that's it. I'm turning myself in because security drives the property and I know the routes that they drive. And I had made up my mind. I'm not going to the woods. I will turn myself in, but I am not walking, not walking through these woods. And my sister had no objections because she wasn't walking through the woods. Yeah. (laughs) So we get we get to the end of the road. There's one lit street lamp in this entire complex. And we were literally standing under it. And I see headlights coming. And I'm like, salvation, thank God. Because I knew it was security. And I'm, I'm in the middle of the road. And I'm waving my arms up. And tears are running down my face. And this guy swerves around us, drives about 20 feet past us, and then stops. Oh. And I'm running after him like a like a sick puppy, thinking he was just going to leave us there. And uh, I run up, and he puts his window down, and I'm shaking, and I'm crying, and he's looking at me. And I said, I said, sir, can you tell 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 us how to get out of here? And he's looking at me, and like this stump look on his face, and he said, How did you get in here? <laughs> and I said, sir, I, and I'm crying and I'm shaking. And I'm not trying to explain anything to this man. I just want to get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I said, sir, I come to the woods. Like, I came to the woods 
We've seen this place online. I wasn't going to tell him. We've repeatedly been breaking on the federal property. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I said, sir, I'm a, I'm a ghost hunter. I've seen this place online, and 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 you have monsters in your woods. You have Bigfoot in your woods, sir. I said, and I'm scared out of my mind, and I'm not walking through your woods to get out of here. I just want out, and I'm not going through your woods. Can you tell me how to get out of here? Can you help me? <laughs> and he's looking at me and he said, well, all you do is you walk straight up the road and you'll see our security booth and you make a left and that'll take you out. And I said, I don't have to go into any woods. He said, no, ma'am. I said, thank you, sir. Thank you. And he just drives off. Just left you. Yeah. Mind blowing, right? Yeah. So. My daughter, my sister, meantime, I can notice as I'm talking to the security guard, her head is on a swivel and she's looking in the woods all around us. So the security guy drives off and she says, she says, Teresa, look in the woods. And I look and you can see the eyes glowing, though, mm. in the woods watching us. So we know they're still there. So we're, we're, we're hauling up this hill. I just want to get out of here. We get to the security booth. There's a guy in the booth, and the guy that we had stopped was had parked the car and was getting a backpack and walking over to the other guy that was in the booth. And he must have radioed the guy to let him know that two girls were walking up or whatever. And I immediately walk over to the to the guy, and he raises the gate to, to let us out. And um. I walk over to him and I look him dead in his eye and I have, you know, snot running down my face and I'm crying and I'm shaking. And I look this man dead in the eye and I said, sir, be careful. You have got monsters in your woods, sir. I said, and you're out here alone in this booth. I said, you've got big feet in your woods and they are huge and be careful. And this guy is looking at me like I have six heads. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he didn't say a word. This guy did not say a word to us. So we go through the gate. We're walking at the road, dead center. Okay. Yes, we're on a road. We're not in the woods. However, these are the same woods that we had to walk through to get there. So we know that they're literally right there, feet from us. In yeah. the woods. But I'm thankful that I'm not actually in the woods. I'm walking on a street that does have street lights. So I'm I'm somewhat comfortable or I'm still scared to death. Um, so we're walking and, and we're talking about it's mind blowing that they didn't arrest us, they didn't call the police, they didn't, you know what I mean? Like it was mind blowing. So we see headlights approach us, and it was the guy that I had flagged down and he puts his passenger window down and he's, you know, creeping, doing one mile an hour. And he had his spotlight on. And he said, I just want to make sure that you ladies make it to your car. Okay. Yeah. And I said, thank you, sir. I said, I greatly appreciate that. I said, because I'm not in the woods, but the monsters that are in your woods are literally right there. So I'm scared. Right. And he said, I said, I, I said, I don't think you understand how scared I am, sir. And he says, no, ma'am, I can see how scared you are. 
he could see it. And it was scaring him, I think, to see how scared I was. Right. But this guy starts talking. And and I really think that he has experienced something or things were starting to make sense within his brain because he we were carrying a conversation back and forth. And I was telling him what, what had happened to us and what I, I had seen. And he was talking about how, you know, he's, he's worked there for a, a long, you know, quite a few years. And that like six years ago, uh, they used to be able to get out of their cars and patrol the property. And they were, they were supposed to, like they were supposed to in tandem with a buddy, walk the woods, the trails in the woods to catch people coming in there. And they put a halt to that. Like they are no, like uh, they're not allowed to get out of their cars. Mm -hmm. Why? Right. Like they can't even get out of their cars on the road. Like if, if they see somebody walking down the street, they're not allowed to get out. Why? And like this guy's brain starts spinning and he's like, um, he said, you know, he said around the time that that had happened, the federal, the federal government purchased property. It used to be state. Okay. And that around the time that that rule changed, mm-hmm. that they weren't allowed to get out of the car, it, it changed hands and that they would, they would let scientists with drones in the gate and they would fly them drones over the woods. And I'm like, and you don't find that odd? Like what's so special about these woods? You know what I mean? Like, hello. And he says, well, now that we're having this conversation, yeah, it, it seems odd. So this guy's brain was clicking. And I think he's probably heard things or seen things and thought, eh, it was just, it was just out of the corner of my eye, or I really didn't see that or try to play it off. But I guarantee you, this man has seen things and probably seen them before, but try to rationalize it away. But he, he got us to our car. We got there. Okay. And that was that we, 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 you know, we, we got out of there, but I, I've been back since. And, and um, I can just tell you, Bo, that I can take a hike around my home with my dog, and I know when they're by me, and I know how absurd that sounds, okay? My kids think I'm absurd, but because in their mind, and even in mine, if I actually sit and think about it, how is it possible that something that is so big could be in a community park, right? How how is it possible? Right. But they are. They are. Yeah. I am linked. I don't know why. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. That night that I seen those eyes, them glowing eyes, something happened to me. A switch went off in my brain. Something happened. But I see things differently. I view things differently. Um, it's like I have more of an open mind and I can't explain that. <laughs> well, I've heard this before, you know, I've heard, you know, once you have an experience like that, that it does open you up to it, you know, um, 
it's that's why people have more than one experience. You know, when, once this is, once you've been exposed to it, it's like it, it heightens your awareness or something. You know, it, it makes that connection. It more. did for me. Yeah. Yeah, for me, 100%, it did for me. And people look at me like I'm loony now. Yeah. That's known me, like my son, for example. And, you know, it's really weird because my son has seen ghosts, like, his whole life. You know, like, full body, hello, I'm here, ghost. Yeah. But it's hard for him to wrap his head around a being being so massive people can't see or find right but that's a lie too they've they've <sighs> been shot they've been took in the government hides it and swoops in because let's face it they own all of the media outlets yep. and if somebody calls a media outlet and says hey i've got something to show you they're immediately going to call the government and say hey we've got another one yep. and they intercept and take it I believe that. That's my belief. Yep. I, I could, That's what I think. I can see that happening. And, you know, money talks. You know, <laughs> if they want to shut you up, either by threat of force or with cash, you're going to shut up, you know, <laughs> one way or the other. Exactly. I don't, I, don't think, I don't even think they offer cash. I think they threaten you. Yep. They could. You know, I, you know, I think they threaten you. Yep. Why would they give you money? They would say, hey, do you value your family? Yep. There you go. Shut up. Yep. But, Bo, let me tell you, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I have been followed, okay? Because I told my encounter a month after it happened to me. I had called a, 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 a podcast show because mm-hmm. my daughter had turned me on to these, and I just, I just wanted to talk about them. I was completely obsessed, and I needed to talk. And... Of course, they don't want to talk about it for whatever reason, and I don't get that. But not everybody's wired the same. I guess it scares them, and they don't want to know. I want to know. Oh, I do too. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to, to talk to somebody about it, but after I gave that encounter, I have been being followed. I've got video of government cars like behind, like stopped in the middle of the road videotaping me wow in the middle of the road that's wild and i don't know why i don't know why yeah why that's that's crazy are do they think that maybe you saw something else out there on that property that that they're worried about is there something are they doing something in those buildings i don't know I, i don't know but why wouldn't they, I don't know, why wouldn't they nab me up when I go then? Right. I'm being watched, so I know they know when I go. Yeah. My phone's being monitored. Of course. There's a certain, there's a certain app you can, certain thing you can do to your phone, and you can tell if your phone is being tapped by another number. And my phone is being monitored by another phone number. Wow. Yeah, my daughter did it. Blew yeah. her mind. Blew her mind because yeah. she did it to her phone. She comes into my room late one night and was like, hey, mom, let me see your phone. Because she, she, I don't think that she thinks I'm being followed. I think she thinks I'm a little crazy about it. <laughs> Although she has witnessed, she has pulled up and seen people in front of our house watching me, but whatever. Wow. But 
she said, let me see your phone. She grabs my phone. She does this thing to it. And, you know, she's like, oh, Lord, you do have your phone is being rerouted to another number. She's like, it's not on my phone, but it is on yours. Wow. That. Well, you're bold to not hold back. <laughs> Here you are still talking about it. You know what I mean? I love that. I want to know what these things are, Bo. I do, too. I, I, that's why I have uh, just a handful of questions for you, if you don't mind. Um, Fire I know, away. I know you said that, you know, since this incident happened, that your perspectives have kind of changed on stuff. And, you know, you've, you've developed other thoughts about it. But uh, I, I want to ask you, first of all, I think when you did the troubleshooting, like you said, you saw those glowing eyes. And so you, you kind of mask the light off of your EMF detector and stuff like that. I just want to say thank you for explaining that because I'm sure listeners will be like, you know, maybe it was a reflection or something. So thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you troubleshoot things. And you, you sound really rational to me. Like you, you try to eliminate, you know, process of elimination. You try to figure out what it is and deduce. And so what you're left with is, are these unexplainable events. And that's the way I ghost hunt too. Uh, try to rationalize it before I, I explain it as a ghost. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to go back all the way to first is you've been ghost hunting for 20 years. Um, these cryptids aside, what do you think ghosts are? I, I, what are we communicating with these, these ghosts? What, what are they? <laughs> I believe that there is a dimension that parallels ours. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, certain ones have the ability to show up within our dimension that we can, or maybe only certain people can, I don't know that, you know, certain people can see, like I have seen full body apparitions there at the exact same time that other people have seen them it wasn't like i'm within a group and i look over it <clears throat> excuse me and i see a full body apparition and nobody else can see it no 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 i mean like i've been with my daughter and then at the exact moment we seen a 90 year old man in a hospital gown floating mm. but you could see his legs they were just dangling and he was just floating across the hospital hallway wow. and he had a huge hump he had a hump on his back his head was down he was bald bald and let me tell you we both locked eyes on one of that and seen it at the exact same time and hauled butt yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah that's freaky but yeah this man was just floating across the hall from left to right punched but solid like it was crazy that is <laughs> but yeah. but i've seen some that you can see through too though that weren't completely solid right so i mean i've seen them all dude, i've seen it all there like this place is crazy and maybe that's why it's being monitored as heavy heavily as it is by the government they mm -hmm. know that the land or whatever there's something there. I don't know. Yeah, it could be like a uh, like a Skinwalker Ranch kind of place. You know, I'm sure you've heard of Skinwalker Ranch. It, you know, there might be some yeah. kind of portal. There might be some kind of portal activity that they're able to monitor, and that's why the Fed bought the land. Yeah. 
and you somehow and what's really the <laughs> yeah exactly and what's really freaky to me though is i heard on a podcast a guy give an account of running into a dog man on this property wow yes on a different on, on a podcast i couldn't believe it yes at the property that this happened to me face to face with a huge dog man. Okay. So I know they're there. Yeah. And then after you have what happened to my daughter, what it was putting in her head and she swears that's what it was. Yeah. It was a dog man that was locking into her brain. And let me tell you, I left this part out, but when we were sitting in that room and I seen those eyes right before I seen those eyes, my daughter, and my, my recorder, mind you, was running the entire time. So we caught the growl. Oh, we wow. caught the entire conversation. We caught all of this. But you hear my daughter say, me and my sister are, are speaking, you know, trying to communicate. And out of nowhere, my daughter says, uh, everything went quiet. The bug stopped. It got quiet. Right? And I looked at my sister. And we both were like, no, we still hear the bugs. And yeah. then, boom, in the middle of us saying we still hear them, it went silent. But, though, if you listen to my recorder, you can still hear the woods going on. But we couldn't hear it. That lets me know that it's not the critters and all of that going silent because of these things. They are making us not be able to hear it because you can hear them chirping. You can still hear the bugs on my recorder in the background, but we could not. It shut off like a switch. And it happened with my daughter first, which leads me to believe they were zoomed in on her mm -hmm. and shut her brain down or whatever because she goes, oh, no. Everything just went silent outside. The bugs stopped. And I looked at my sister. She looked at me, and we were still hearing the bugs. Yeah. But literally, mid-sentence of us saying, no, we still hear them, they shut off on us. That's what does that say? That says, hello, we're being manipulated mentally by yeah. these things. That's they so have scary. the capability to do it. That is frightening. You know, if they could project... Yeah sounds if they can block sounds then who's to say they're not projecting images uh oh wow thoughts yeah that's scary it's like you're not in i'm so yourself. thankful yeah yeah i'm thankful that i had that i had my evp recorder running and that i realized that i'm like wait a minute because i kept going over it and over it and listening to that growl and you know and it dawned on me. I'm like, wait, you can still hear the night sound. Yeah. But we could not in that moment. But they were still going on. So that's proof that they can do something to our mind. Wow. Right there. They have the ability. That's so wild. Yeah, I'm glad you have it too. I'm glad you have the, the proof, you know, for yourself. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I, you know, I've heard people talk about, you know, the the telepathy, or, you know, they refer to it in the cryptid world as mind speak for some reason. You know, it's like, it doesn't sound 
is genuine, but it, it's, it's. But telepath- that's what it's like, though. Yeah, it's telepathic. That's what it's like. Yeah. Yes. That is so scary. All right, I might have a couple other questions, but that that explains the pro- the projection of the white birds. You know, if they can, you know, if they can put that the the sound in there, they can they can block sound, they can manipulate sound. Why couldn't they put that projection in your yeah, dog and block the white birds? It's where. Yeah, they definitely did that because there's no way she's seen white birds at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, initially, it, it I didn't thought, happen. I thought maybe it was her brain's way of protecting her from from whatever she saw that, you know, maybe that was her own safety mechanism to to keep her from an overload. But no, no, this thing was one foot in front of her, though. They were locked. okay, and she had a couple seconds before she reacted. It was like she was stunned or something. And. I think what it, whatever it did, it put that in her mind so that she would not be able to recall what she was looking at. Because I certainly couldn't make out what I was looking at, and my sister couldn't make out what we were looking at. It was literally just a black shape, mm. the same height as my daughter that was one foot from her face. I like I, I can't explain it. And and when it was coming toward us. It was a blur, like a cartoon. It looked fake. It legit looked fake. Mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. It is. That is. Now, I have, like, I think two more questions. And that, and then a third one, I want you to answer me in an email. I want to ask you if you if you can tell me the name of this place or a, a general location so I can, like, get on Google Earth and look around just for my own <laughs> I don't, you don't have to just say it over the over the show because you know people might try to go there and i don't want people doing that if it's private property i don't want people getting in trouble but i'd like to at least just take a sky view of it um okay two more questions one what do you think stops them from just snatching you up why do they stay on the other side of that tree line or out of the light what is stopping them what because it must be something that's not allowing them to go any further. It's mind blowing. And, and believe me, that's one of the things that drives me insane, insane, because I think about that all the time. And I tell my mom, I'm like, mom, I've been ghost hunting at this property for eight years. Like they've had ample opportunity to take me out. Mm-hmm. It's only me and one other person that normally go. So, hello, we could disappear and never be heard again and be one of the missing. Right. Why? Why hasn't that happened? And you know, it makes me flip flop. I'm like, well, maybe they're not here to hurt us. Right. Although I do believe that they're just like people. I believe that you have good ones and you have bad ones. But I don't know. My my instinct tells me. They're kind of the chosen ones and we're the damned ones. Like, like they're living the way our creator wanted us to live. They're off grid. They live off the land. They don't fashion weapons to take each other out. And right. you know what I mean? And technology. And we veered off that path. Yeah. And I feel like they look at us like we're 
the fallen ones and they're the chosen ones. And in my gut, I feel like I'm right. Like, mm. like, like, I don't know. You know, I flip flop on it so much, but I, I can't help but feel we're supposed to be living the way they're living. Yeah. I just feel that. I feel it. And we should be right alongside of them together. Do you know what I'm saying? And maybe in the past we were. And, and, and man veered off and started making weapons and, you know, how humans are greedy. And something happened and we started to war. Yeah. And we obviously won and chased them underground because I definitely believe these things are underground. I think they live underground. That's what I think. Yeah. Wow. Well, you you answered my next question without me even asking. <laughs> so, I appreciate. Oh, what, where they live? No, or what are they? You know, what what do you think they are? And you you told me they're just like people. Maybe maybe there's a the good. But the good, but uh, but. but there, I believe they are like people, but I believe that they can access more of their brain. I think that through the foods that we eat and the way that we live, we have shut down a major part of our brain that I, we I used to be able to access, that the things that we eat have calcified and dumbed us down, yep. whereas they eat purely and live purely and still can access things that can allow them to communicate telepathically yeah. and can allow them to change their vibration that they can disappear in front of people. Yeah. I That's my belief at this moment, because believe me, my moments change and my views change because nobody really knows. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. sure some people do, but well, we don't really know, right? But everything you're saying, uh, I've, I've done interviews with a, a gentleman named Trey. He had a very successful, very popular social media called Squatch Me Now. Uh, if you get on Instagram, if you get on uh, like TikTok and stuff like that. But he also has a series coming out this spring, uh, like a documentary series. that's going to be on all the video on demand stuff. But it's Squatch Me Now. and he his theories a lot of his theories are exactly in line with what you're saying too um it's it's really good stuff i think you'll really enjoy it so i, I think you should check it out i could send you some links on an email or something if you want me to 100 percent. i'm so into those shows yeah 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 the shows haven't even released yet like they've been recording them and stuff and uh i've had him on my show two or three times and if you want to listen to the the conversations i can send you links to that and uh it but yeah it goes right in line with what you're saying you know about over the generations of us eating the wrong kinds of foods and the calcification you know calcification of our pineal glands and it it stopped us from doing things that seem supernatural to us but shouldn't be supernatural you know the ability to have telepathy uh to an extent might be 100 percent natural but it feels like it's something supernatural because we have blocked our own ability to do it, you know? Yeah, I think we've been tricked, quite frankly. I think we've been tricked by the powers that be want us to think that these things are nonsense and they deliberately put specific things within our food mm -hmm. to 
Because think about it. If we had that capability, would we allow them to rule us like they do? Exactly. I think not. Yeah, we are far more special so than what they want us to think. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I, 100%. How can we be made in God's image and not be special? You know what I mean? 100%. <laughs> so, yeah. That's so good. Teresa, thank you so much for doing this. I know we had a little bit of trouble trying to figure out Zoom and all that, and my schedule has sucked but we made it so yes i i greatly appreciate you listening to me i love to talk about the topic and just you know talk about it i want to find out as much as i can possibly find out absolutely i do too well if you happen to go back or if you happen to have any more experiences holler at me shoot me an email and we don't have to be for the show we can just be you know just conversation because i i love this stuff you know, I, I would love to hear more about it, you know, as, as things unfold for you, as your perspective changes, uh, if, if something else comes to mind, just let me know. I'd love to hear more. You've got it. 100%. All right. That's it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to the show. If you just have to have more content, you can go to patreon.com slash the bump podcast and subscribe and be a patron. Uh, got more and more content on there every week. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, to catch up on past episodes, go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the episode tab, and it'll take you to any episode you want to listen to. Also, if you want to be on the show, I would love to have you on. Share your story with us. Go to thebumppodcast.com. Click the holler at me button. And holler at me. Send me an email, thebumppodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I'll get you on as fast as we can. All right, again, thanks for listening. I love you guys. Until next time, don't stop believing.